Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The, the reality is. No, I, I'm glad to. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. Just be- like these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn up. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a hard on, she gets up and she turns oh on the church and turns the thing on. I was thinking, I thought I'm going to get some head or something start to think. Oh, niggas is straight out here raw dicking and choking on her. If God has his hand on you, why you sitting there? Uh, that was pretty good, man. It just kind of came you out. You can't be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you they be? They try like, like, pushing the big deal, nigga. Just yeah. period, point blank, just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. We know. Oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. Shit happens, right? I never did. <laughs> so, if we have a little bit more, you know, the people who have a little bit more, then you have a little bit of time to get people who have a little bit left. Yeah. We get equalized the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. You are now This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcast-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. Hit it. This episode is also brought to you by Take Action Apparel and Gear, the brainchild of actor Gabriel Silva to stand up to bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you. Visit www.takeactiongear.com and purchase something to support the cause. You see how big my vocals are on the page and look how small yours are. That means we need to do something. Yeah, that's not. No, that means you need to talk up. I'm talking normal. Talk right into the mic. I'm like right on it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a direct mic check with the start of the podcast. Mic check it. Mic check one two one two. All right, that'll work. We'll fix it on the end. Uh, so we just got off the plane, literally. Mm-hmm. Just got off the plane from New York. And <clears throat> we've done for our last few trips. Yes, and we came right in to do a, a podcast. And the reason we're doing this, is, I feel like we need to do it, is because it's fresh on my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, the material that I have is, um, I think it'll be good stuff today. Yeah. I think it will be. And not material by like I sat down and wrote something no, and scripted no, just, the shit. The only thing that's ever scripted on this show is the call to action at the end of the show and the greeting and the introductions at the beginning of the show. Everything after that is just kind of winging it at this point. So we had a New York trip. Um, the New York trip has been a part of uh, the three trips that we've taken in partnership with Republican Company mm-hmm. and um, a couple other, you know, businesses that we won't name at this time. But, you know, we went to D.C. a couple of weeks ago. You know, we met up with Jason of Republican Company and we did a few things out there. Mm-hmm. End up meeting Najee. 
um, with Mind Over Matter with Mind Over Matter podcast in yeah. DC and this time around we went to New York and we linked up with both of them along mm-hmm. with a couple of other actors and producers out in New York which is pretty dope mm-hmm. now I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna jump right into it I know we're skipping some at the beginning but like you just got through talking to me about that set life Oh yeah, it's not for me. That, that, that I, I tell you this all the time. Anybody who talks to me about the podcast and they be like, "Hey, do you want to get big? Do you want to do this and that?" I do want to get big. I want to mm-hmm. get bigger. But the thing about it is, I definitely don't want that set life. Yeah. Like I don't want no parts of waking up. I mean, first of all, we our flight was two hours late because yeah, we sat on the like tarmac. Two was it two and a half hours? It was I almost think? two and a half hours yeah. because of the panel on the plane, and then we had to pull back in uh, to the. That's why I say you never plan because in my mind i said okay we'll get there at six o'clock yeah. friday hang out and then saturday we knew was pretty much dedicated to everything that we went out there for yeah but we got there two hours late but we were able to meet up with jason um pluto cash man if you listen to the podcast bro i gotta see you sean mm-hmm. breed if you're listening to the podcast i gotta see you i talked to both of them uh but while we were out there but we couldn't connect with them and that just goes to show you the difference between social media and real life yeah. because on social Pluto is always out and about yeah. when we touched down and I hit him up he was like man I ain't doing nothing but sleeping tonight yeah. so I mean but that's yeah. real life that's real life you yeah. know what I'm saying but the, and then like you said because after is, we ate I was like yeah fuck I'm this done. shit <laughs> and I, I, I think at one point before we left I was like alright you gonna hit up Pluto Cash man let him know we here we gonna do whatever and he was like let's just go get something to eat and then Jason hit, hit us up and we went yeah, to go get something to eat the schedule was crazy from then on but um, let's talk about Harlem Barbecue that was so dry the no, way you just introduced it. Because I want to talk about that place. No, nah, well, we could talk about it, but when you're doing podcasts, let me go ahead and school you and the rest of the people who are listening. If you're doing a podcast, you want everything to flow and be authentic. Don't look up at that the sky. That was my authenticity. No, you said, hey, let's talk about Harlem Barbecue next. <laughs> but that's what I would say in normal conversation. You wouldn't say, if I'm talking to you on the phone, you're going to be like, hey. I'd be like, no, hey, what about Harlem Barbecue? Exactly. That's how you would do it. But you wouldn't be like, let's talk about Harlem Barbecue next. And you talking about you would do that in regular conversation. That's like me saying, hey, I'm calling you and saying, hey, good morning. How you doing today? I'm doing all right. <laughs> oh, shit, man. What about Harlem barbecue okay, okay. yesterday? Okay, so I messed up on that segue. With, so yeah. when you do it, people, you just got to segue into it and make it a, make it about yourself. If My you don't, bad. If you don't know how to segue into the next uh, com- uh, commentary or the next content or the next whatever's coming up topic, just tell something about yourself about eating something like barbecue, and then you roll into Harlem barbecue. Right, I'm not telling gotcha. you. I'm schooling them. You I, you say you got it, so I still got to school them, though. So with that being said, we did go to Harlem Barbecue. Shout out to Jason. It was a good reference. But uh, when I say these brothers was uh, later than a fortnight. Well, it was only two. Two guys in working the entire restaurant. One was behind the bar, and the other guy was stressed out and you working br- the main floor. <laughs> and you brought it to me because you was like, this feels like when we were in D.C. that yeah, time. Yeah, well, I forgot the name of that fucking I don't know Some but it should have been, been called Jive Turkey because that was the place <laughs> that I asked for barbecue wings and then they brought me basic wings and said that these are the only wings that they had. I think you were supposed to get like an eight piece. They brought you like a four piece and they just brought me some big ass wings, some steroid yeah. wings. So it was like, okay, you brought a connected piece. But yeah, Harlem Barbecue, they did have good food. Um, I think we had like the catfish, which is rare to get good catfish mm-hmm. in places like that. Um, especially in New York, you know, I think catfish is, I mean, people eat it all over, but Southern people really cater, yeah. you know, to catfish. So having that, and then, uh, I think we had the Buffalo, uh, mac Buffalo, mac, Buffalo chicken, mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And then I had the jerk chicken wings. Yeah. 
The drinks yeah, were good. A little spread. Yeah, we did. The drinks was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harlem yeah. Barbecue, I would say if you in and if you ever go to New York and you're staying like in the Bronx or at the corner of the Bronx in Manhattan where they kind of intersect, it did. Well, I mean, we went around that corner. Bronx we was right in Man- the Bronx in Harlem. Okay, yes. over there near Lenox. So you go, yeah, and you go over there and you do your thing at Harlem Barbecue. Just know if it's only two niggas in there. It may be a 30 minute yeah, to an hour we wait. sat down and we waited like 30 minutes. And that's what and I was about to say. I you may be seated. Yeah. You down. may be seated, but that means you're going to get no food. Yeah. I flagged somebody down. I think, and think you ordered something and then he forgot to bring it. Yeah. And, he was like, and then oh. he came back. Yeah. He was stressed out. So Poor I was guy. glad that we stayed in a hotel this time. Norma, the last couple of times we've been staying in Airbnbs and they always been kind of shaky. You heard us talk no, about. not all of them. Not all of them, but some of them are, you know, The you last one them. was very questionable. Yeah. So we stayed in the hotel this time. Uh, Everything was good with with everything was good with that. That kicked us off to Saturday. You know, coming in, getting some rest. We went out, um, call up, like I said, grab some eat with Jason. Then we went on to Saturday, which we had from ten. I don't know, it was from twelve to two planned for us to meet up with Naj. Uh, yeah, and which totally got changed because I was thinking, okay, because first of all, we should have ate the fucking my, breakfast at the damn hotel. Yes, but first of all, my plan on Friday night was to go get some Italian food because I was like, True. I don't want to go to New York and not eat my love my Italian food. So we didn't get to go. No. Of course, it was a business trip. It was kind of somewhat of a group trip. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't about me. So we ended up at the Harlem Barbecue place or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, didn't get Italian. Basically what she's that's saying, cool. Jason, is you fucked it up for us. So you owe her some uh, Italian food. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. But go ahead. So I didn't get the Italian food. And I was like, okay, well, we can do a big breakfast. Yeah. That didn't, that didn't happen, happen because we got a text, saying, and that's a part of the set life. Like yes. we were, we were literally like, "Hey, <laughs> let's grab something to eat. We're gonna get something quick." I was like, "I just need some coffee." Yeah, um, I'm probably gonna have the shits later because I mean. It's like a diuretic. Is that what it is for me? Yeah. So, but I was like, I need some coffee to be up because we've been running since Thursday. I got to get some coffee in me to get me going. So we got ready to go somewhere to go eat. And then Naj hit us up and he was like, hey, we're going to be at the studio. studio. I'll be there by 1120. At this time, it was like 1045. So I was like, there's no way we're going to get from the Bronx to Midtown or downtown Downtown. uh, New York Uh and get something to eat and then whatever. So we stopped at Gregory. Shout out to Gregory's. It is some good coffee. Um, I heard it's a new coffee. coffee shop in New York and I don't know if that Gregory is a white guy or a black, black well, guy. Well the guy our Lyft driver said it was one of his friends so Oh okay. I mean, he, yeah, I'm but, just I mean it's New York so New York I yeah, mean they have true. a bunch of different friends and down here is just black whites and Hispanics so. That's not true I have a very diverse group of friends. Okay but what was your statement about? Anyways even when we settled on going to Gregory's I was a little bit upset because I went to order the breakfast sandwich and oh, they were yeah. like oh well we only serve those during the week and I was like shit Am I going to get anything I want? Your only child syndrome coming out again. It did at this yeah. point because I'm like, okay, I already sacrificed that. Jason, you owe a pasta is what she's saying again. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> sacrificed that, didn't get a good breakfast. I knew we were going to be at the studio for a couple of hours. Yeah. And then after the studio, I was like, okay, you told me, you was like, we can do Italian yeah. in between the time from the I podcast did. I recording. You, I promised you Italian. I did. And the film. I did. Or the filming. Yes. So after that was over, we went to go find an Italian place. How are you skipping all these other things that happened? Yeah, because we're going to circle back. No, we don't do that. This is not what we're going to do today. <laughs> That's not what we're going to do today. I got to get my whole story out. You're going to get it out, but you can't just run through it like the rambunctious lady in the jacket at the airport. Maybe she rubbed off on me. Maybe she did, and we'll get to that later. That's another story. And I am working off like a few hours of sleep, so. And you were, well, if you're working off a few, I'm working off two. Because okay, you were sleeping, I got in the room. Move. 
Yeah, I mean, it ain't about winning. one-up spirit. I mean, I'm just a, I'm a, I'm a I'm worker. I'm very competitive, too. So. Yeah, well, go to sleep for an hour, and then you can beat me. <laughs> so, we went to, where did we go? Oh, yeah, so Naj hit us up. He told us to come on, so we kept, we went on over there. But the thing about, shot, oh, this is the first thing. Motherfucker, bro, Naj. Oh, he putting in work. We at the 10-minute mark in 11 seconds. Shout out to Najee, man. Mind Over Matter podcast, King Naj on Instagram. This young dude, 25 years old. First of all, I just want to, <laughs> I want to talk my shit a little bit. Naj is now also under Robert's Media Group. So Mind Over Matter podcast of DC is now a part of Robert's Media Group alongside Republican Company, alongside Sports Life Talk. What is that saying? We making moves. But Naj is making moves in DC at 25 years old. The two guests that he had this weekend, and he so graciously welcomed me into the podcast. And not to be funny, he could have been like Anthony's more established than me. Anthony's, four, you know, he's been in the game for four years doing podcasting. He could have been like, I don't want that nigga on. He doesn't even listen to the podcast. He knows I, you know, what I'm saying I'm a big personality. But he let me talk my shit, and he let me do my thing. And I was just coming to support him. Mm-hmm. And he said, nah, bro, I want to mic you up and get you in the studio. Yeah, y'all had a good vibe, though. And we had a great vibe. And, and the funny thing about it is I didn't find out Naj was 25 until yesterday mm-hmm. during, during the, the podcast. podcast. Because he is an old soul from yeah. his laugh to the way he talks and just everything. But the dude is a cool brother, man. Like, we got on the mic. And I'm going to tell you like this, straight up and down, this ain't even nothing against nobody else. I've never had that much chemistry with somebody the only other person on the podcast like out of you you and Esther which is I mean that's obvious you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but we talking about guys mm-hmm. like I clicked with him immediately even the other people what, what you doing there for no I'm just saying I'm listening to you why you punch your hand though I did. but it's like we clicked immediately mm-hmm. and even uh, Michelle Hope and DJ um, DJ Miss Milan both of them was like y'all doing this y'all like y'all working good together yeah. and they thought we were a two head podcast and I told Naj I said bro if I was in DC and I told the same thing to Jason I was like I wish we all lived in the fucking same city we would fuck some shit up you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but I was like it's, it, I guess God got his way of doing whatever he's doing with what he's doing with us right now so. yeah you and these God references lately but you know I said God not Jesus because mm-hmm. I do believe in a God I don't know who Jesus actually was mm-hmm. well I mean, speaking we know of the podcast I think she I think Michelle Hope yes. she made a good point yesterday when she was talking about you know the Trinity Okay, so yeah. you got to break that down to me. I, I, I caught more of her sex references. But. <laughs> and it wasn't even like hardcore sex like yeah, I be no, talking about I, here. I, I like know. it was education. I'm telling the people because they're probably like, oh, it's just pervert. But no, it's like she was saying some great sexual references. And like I said, shout out to King Naj because he's going to let me get those two episodes and put them on the reality is. So as well as you can listen there mm-hmm. on Mind Over Matter podcast, which you can you also, should, which you definitely should. You should go there first. and support yeah. him directly. And leave him a rating and a review. Yeah. And he always has great guests. He has famous guests. He has regular guests. And like mm-hmm. I said, at 25 years old, a young boy doing it mm-hmm. already. And he's doing it consistently. And the content is dope. And you got a lot of clowns out here, even like myself sometimes, who we joking and shit on the podcast a lot. And this young brother is literally mm-hmm. bringing what he bringing. Yeah. So I was like, my nigga, thank you for letting me get back to my roots of podcasting this weekend. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him, man. But yeah, definitely check him out on Mind Over Matter podcast. Um, but to, to interview DJ Miss Milan, like I had heard her name, mm-hmm. but it was dope to actually be able to sit down with her 
and and converse with her. And if you don't know who DJ Miss Milan is, she is like one of the top DJs in um, New York right now. And you know she's working worked with the likes of Fabulous and Jada Kiss and DJ Envy and just being a premier DJ in New York, man. Like she's just all over the scene right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like to be able to sit down in there with her and see that and find out that she's only twenty five. Yeah, and the come up has been real because I think she said she's only been like really DJing seriously yeah. for the past three years. Yeah. So that's that's good. But it's crazy, like to to hear about that, and it's like literally twenty five. Like that's when I when she said she was twenty five, and then Naj said she was twenty five. Uh, he was twenty five. This is the thing that I love about black culture in places like New York and DC. Mm -hmm. We go right. They go right after their dreams. Oh yeah. They go right after them. I'm thirty five. I started this at thirty one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He shout out to these young dudes and young girls getting out here and getting their money mm -hmm. and getting out here and getting that content and not to be funny. Is it not? Jay-Z said it. I ain't going to try to reference it, but people will know what I'm talking about. Is it not? Did you not come to go farther, go further, you know, and go harder? Mm -hmm. Like, Naj ought to be way better than me in the next three years, mm -hmm. as he should be. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be way better than I am right now. Mm -hmm. So he'll still always be getting better a decade ahead of me. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Yeah. And I ain't even mad at the young boy for doing that. Like, seeing Jason... And Richard and Steven and the other Jason and Big Al just always their assistant, like even running into them again at, uh, you know, when we were, were at um, in Soho. And I didn't even know we was in fucking Soho. But when yeah, we was in, know, I, I didn't pay attention to, to shit. It's just New York, period. I was, I was trying to point specific landmarks out to you. Yeah. He was just like, oh, okay. I'm from the country. I don't give a fuck about all that shit. I don't give a fuck But I enjoy traveling, so I know how I was when I first went to certain places. Yeah. So I, I tried mean, I to looked tell around. you. Yeah. You know. And people, if people follow me on Instagram, my personal page or the reality is, y'all saw I posted a shitload of shit. Yeah, you and did I, and a whole I, lot more this time. Yeah, and I said I was going to try to do that because a lot of people was like, how are you going to let people know who you are or show them who you are via, unless you do it via social media? You know, I posted a video where I ain't even brushed my fucking teeth yet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. But Jason, I mean, doing so doing the set life, man, we were trying to get ready to eat again. After I did the Mind Over Matter <laughs> podcast, because I'm not going to tell y'all about what happened with Michelle Hope and um, DJ Miss Milan. We're going to put those episodes out so you're going to be able to hear the content. Mm -hmm. Just know that DJ Miss Milan gave some inspiring information yeah. um, for Good any vibes. young, any young DJs. Shout out to my homegirl, Lex Farrell, man. She's a young, uh, a young model and DJ here in Dallas. And I would love to get an interview going with DJ Miss, um, Miss DJ. DJ Miss Milan and my homegirl Lex Farrell, or at least get Lex to start following her because she's aspiring to be like a DJ as well. Mm -hmm. And she's been trying to get little gigs and stuff. And I told you I was going to get her to come out to the House of Blues that night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so DJ Double L could work with her. Yeah. But, and then with this uh, Michelle Hope, like her passion, people, when people are in people hear sex, they think, oh, this is just sex. This is all. It, yeah. Diverted. Yeah. But she was talking about sex from a uh, historical context. Mm -hmm. And then she was also talking about sex from a, um, basically an adolescent standpoint mm -hmm. like teaching our young boys and our young girls actual words like don't tell your, your little girl that her titties or her breasts are oranges call them breast mm -hmm. they need to know early don't yeah. tell your little boy that his penis is a little pistol or a little what, what they say 
lollipop. A lollipop. You know what I'm saying? Don't say that it's shit. Confusing. Let that nigga know it's a penis to where when, like she said, when somebody touches him at school, mm-hmm. he doesn't come home and say, hey, mommy, somebody touched my lollipop. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds kitty. It could have been a kid that did it. Yeah. And it could have been a man that did and it. And you don't know if and it you was don't a, know real, the difference. a literal lollipop Pop, or, or, is his, it is, or his penis. Yeah. So you can't fucking teach these kids this baby shit. No. That's why I say even when I talk to fucking kids, when a baby like, oh, when, that's what I'm saying. When they mush face and I'm like, hey, man, you crying too much. You want your mama? And people be looking at me like I'm crazy. That's what I was doing to Rashard, little girl. Rashard, little, you know. Sometimes you do it and you like real stern, like. Like she came over. Yeah, like that's how it was. Like I did that with Rashard, girl, during Thanksgiving. I talk to fucking kids like they adults. I think, how old is uh, she? About two. two. Two years old. She walked away from me. I wanted a hug from her. She walked away from me. Then she came back and tried to bring me a book. I said, who do you think you are? You don't get to bring me no book back when you just walk past me like I'm nothing. Oh I don't give a fuck that you weren't like, a pamper. Okay. And then she just walked off. <laughs> yeah, because she was like, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, then she walked over to y'all. This. And then at first she wanted me to pick her up. Then I picked her up and she let me hold her for five seconds. She smiled. The- Wait, listen. She smiled and gave me a glow and I just felt real good because I had the doll. Mm-hmm. So she came to me. Then her daddy walked in the room and it was like, I don't even know who this nigga is yeah. holding me, daddy. Come get me, please. Yeah, welcome to parenthood. Disrespectful. <laughs> That is dis- That's why I talk to kids like they ain't shit, oh nigga. Bring me a fucking plate, nigga. I talk to these niggas like I'm in sing sing. Okay. What was we talking about? You were saying that you was gonna let the people hear. The oh yeah, so you check out those episodes, and then we were talking about after we finished with the podcast, we were going to go get something to eat. Yes. Fridays off of Broadway, 40, Broadway and Forty Second. Fuck them. The service, I literally felt like I'm I in New York. Excited. To eat? Yeah, because we did we decided we weren't gonna do Italian, yeah. first off. But I was so hungry, I was like, okay, Fridays. I know I can I hadn't had Fridays in a long time. Got the shittiest service, took forever for the mother and, I, and you know what? Sometimes I'd be like sometimes I'd be like, Is this destined to be my life? Like every time we go out of town, we got shitty stories when we come back. Why well, can't ninety five percent of the trip what? be good? I mean, this trip was the amazing. Tri- the trips are always great. It's just always we some just have bullshit. random stuff happen, and I do think because I never met anybody like you. Yeah, I got bad luck all the way across the board. But especially Jesus with the Christ. no, I'm saying like the good and the bad. Oh, okay. I'm not saying anything. Okay, okay. I was yeah. like, my God, so I've never met just janky all the no, way across. Okay, I've never met anybody Nigga, like you. Nigga, you shitty through and through. And at first, <laughs> because I'm such a positive person, when I first met you, I'd be like, oh my God, like why is he always so negative? Negative like, what's Nancy. Going on? And then the longer that we talked, negative I was like, Reggie. shit, you got a reason to be. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like always something. It's always something, man. And, and that's why I try to tell people <laughs> on the podcast because people people really be thinking that my life is just my life is good. Don't get it yeah. wrong. I'm blessed beyond measure. But people be thinking that this shit is easy. But you know, that's why I kind of ride my own dick sometimes because I'd be like, clearly I'm making this shit look easy. Yeah. But but I'm I'd be like I'm struggling. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and you didn't understand it, and like you said, until you yeah, started dating me, it was like was happening. And I was just like, and then even now that we've we've talked for so long, it's like certain things will happen to me, and I'm like, oh god, I got that mojo on me. Yeah. But not, you know. Yeah, just, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but I mean, shit. Sometimes the energy picks up on other energy. Yeah. And I, you know what? Let's go back to this, man. When we got to the airport, I was I was at the airport. And normally I ain't been working out anybody not seeing me. I'm just a, a I'm just a bulk of gulp. I'm gonna let you tell your story, but you see how you just get to go flip flop here and there. Mm-hmm, I do, but you know what? I'm going back, and I didn't intend to pass that. You intended to pass it to go back to come back around. 
Go ahead. That's like saying, hey, let's walk out of the back door <laughs> or walk around the side of the house to come back up the other side of the stairs and, and come back here. Okay. What I did was I walked out to my car and I said, damn, I forgot something. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming Good back analogy. to get it. Proceed. I know. Okay. So I'm going through, normally when I go through, you know, the checkout, they, you know, I'm kind of bulky. I'm not anymore. Uh, you know, I'm a little slender fat ass. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I don't man. know where you get slender from. I got it. Smaller I got, than what you were before. I got a, I got a mind, uh, a complex. Yeah, I got a body complex, body dysmorphia, something. That shit is real, people. So, (laughs) I go through TSA, and I walk through, and I don't know if the guy was gay or not. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't look gay, but it was. And I think that's why he felt so uncomfortable patting me Mm -hmm. down so much. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was like, "Hey, well, I got to pat you down." You know what I'm saying? And I was like, "Okay, you know, that's I'm used to people doing that Mm -hmm. because I do have big shoulders." Mm -hmm. So it's like, "Okay, let me see if he got anything." So you know, he patted me down on my shoulders. I had my hands out. It was kind of like you going into the club. Mm -hmm. He patted under my underarm. He patted along the side of my stomach. He patted along my back. Mm -hmm. Then he patted my stomach down. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, "Okay, is this nigga about to grab my dick like the shit that's been going on in these videos (laughs) and in these movies where cops is grabbing niggas' dicks and niggas is like, "Hey, nigga, that's my dick you grabbing." (laughs) So he stopped. So I was like, okay, I'm good. So he was like, I got to do the back. Mm -hmm. So he did the same thing on the back. And I was like, all right, bet. So he was like, hold your hoodie up. Mm -hmm. So he, I held my hood up and he searched under the hood and he felt all in the hood. And I was like, all right, we good to go. And he was like, um, he's like, I got to patch your hair now. And I'm looking back like, because you don't hear nothing. You just seeing everything. And then not to be funny, we missed the flight before with my laptop shit. And they holding me up at TSA. So yeah, I was kind of worried too, because I was like, damn, I mean, I ain't got no drugs on me. And he's like, hey, can you know? He's like, can I patch your hair now? He's like, so can you raise your hair up? And I was like, yeah. So I raised my hair up. He put it, he patted around like my neck area. Then he patted on the side of my like my fade. Then mm-hmm. he kind of spread my dreads apart. And I was like, okay, this shit is crazy. So I started laughing when he was patting my head because I felt like monkey see monkey do mm-hmm. like slap your head and rub your belly. Yeah. And he start and like when I started laughing, he's like, I know, man, it's a whole lot. He's like, I feel so uncomfortable doing this to you right now. He's like, but they watching us, and I got to do this. Mm-hmm. It's New York. So I was like, I get it, bro. So when I went on through, it was just like, the shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, man. The flights were cool except for the delays. Um, I did get bumped a few times, but that was more so on the way back. Yeah. That was more so on the way back. So, yeah, man. But during the filming, man, we did the the pregame filming with Jason and uh, and Richard, a Republican company. Man, we met some good people. We, uh, we met Los Angeles actor Brandon McKinney. Motherfucker looked he like. He is a character. He is definitely a character. He looked like <laughs> Russell Westbrook. <laughs> He looked like Russell Westbrook, and he said that why he's in L.A., white people always think he's Kyrie Irving. Now, for the black delegation out here, you know what Russell Westbrook looks yeah, like. You know what like Kyrie it. Irving looks like. These motherfuckers look nothing alike. Not at Russell all. Westbrook, yes. Kyrie Irving, no. But shout out to Brandon uh, McKinney, man. He got a couple of movies on... Netflix. I'll be telling you guys about that later and posting some of it on Instagram mm-hmm. um, so you can go check him out and support him. And uh, if you're listening, brother, man, I uh, look forward to interviewing you and I wish you well out there. We also got to meet Naj's homegirl, Nandi. Nandi was cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, her volume is high. <laughs> I know she can appreciate that. I'm a realist. Yes. Her volume is high. She reminded me of somebody. Uh, she reminded me of Christian. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, that's one of the guys who used to be on the podcast. He's good people, too, but, like, he just, it's like he has a um, a microphone in his throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the funny thing about it is, like, her <clears throat> talking loud yeah. didn't bother me 
as much as it would have bothered me like here no demographic wise here in Texas it probably would have been like oh my god girl can you tone it down a little bit but in like New York or a DC it's like that's it's loud normal. and it's loud there. And it's okay. Car, horns blowing, <laughs> cars so doing all this shit. So yeah, it was crazy. But no, I, it just caught me off guard. But I love her accent. Um, so that makes anything better. Her oh, and yeah. Naja's accent is dope. So and it's funny because they said they've never even heard their accent. And then oh. the the girl at the filming, yeah, uh, she told me she was like, I love your accent. And that's She's like, I, I yeah. wish I had that southern twang. No, you and don't. And I was like, Fuck girl, no. no, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't want this twang. <laughs> Cause I know when I was uh, doing it, um, when I was doing the podcast, and DJ Miss Milan was like, "Oh, she's like, you got an accent." She's mm-hmm. like, "I like that. I like, I like." I was like, "Oh," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay," but then it's like, like you said, I'm like, "What yeah. accent?" I remember that first I got time a deep voice, but I don't have no accent. That I had an accent, and I was just like, "What are you nah, talking about?" That's because we look at New Orleans and we hear New Orleans accents, yeah, no. and we like Ooh. that shit is nice. And then you hear because even the um, our Lyft driver that took us to uh, loudspeakers, like he um. When he finally did start talking, yeah. he was Brooklyn through and through. Yeah. You can hear all I up and through it. that nigga's esophagus. Yeah. So when they dropped us off, and, and let me let me let me tell y'all how big this is. I already bigged up Naj, but it was big for me to record at loudspeakers where Charlemagne the Guy records, mm-hmm. Andrew Schultz records, mm-hmm. uh Angela Yee records, mm-hmm. um, what's the the light skin um correspondent on CNN all the time? Angela Rye. Oh yeah. You know, uh she records there. Mm-hmm. She is a part of Loudspeakers Network. So that's just to name a few people, man. And it's like to be in a place where all these great podcasters mm-hmm. and just great black people, especially the black people in life, mm-hmm. <clears throat> to record that was humbling. And even beyond that, a place that you previously reached out to because, you know, you were inspired and you yeah. wanted to go there. Yeah. But being able to have that connect through Naj. Yeah. At, it's a blessing. Yeah. 2017. <clears throat> as rigorous as it has been for me, it's been a blessing. And I'm saying this because we probably have to be doing too many more podcasts this year. We probably got like two you more lined up. You said like five episodes ago. That is true. I'm a worker. <laughs> I like to talk and I like to I like to give my listeners content. <clears throat> but yeah, man, being at Loudspeakers was, it was great, man. Going in and seeing like the Trey Songs plaques and everything that mm-hmm. they had all over the wall, like a legit, legit, you know, radio station, legit, but it's a podcasting yeah. station. And it just... And it was like Disney kids doing who Disney doing Disney and recordings and voiceovers in there. And it was just like, it was just dope mm-hmm. to be in that setting. And I felt like as much as I wouldn't ever want to call New York home, it felt like home mm-hmm. for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It felt like where I was supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, even going on set. And well, actually, even meeting Michelle Hope because Michelle Hope is somebody I've been following on Instagram for years. And that was the first time, like, I've never seen you. We oh, always yeah. talk about not being starstruck, starstruck like, yeah. we're both the same. Yeah. But when she walked in, you should have seen your face. He was yeah. like, I know you. Yeah. And she looked <laughs> and she at me like, like, You know me. Huh? <laughs> and I was like, Damn, maybe I came on too strong. But no, y'all just had to talk. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was very down to earth. Because when yeah. I saw her face at first, because I'm protective yeah. over you. Yeah. When I saw her face at first, I was like, okay, now. Yeah, because she looked at me like, uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, please don't let this be a situation. Yeah. So it was one of them things where it's like when we, when she sat down and started talking and she was like, she came back around and she's like, I'm actually humble mm-hmm. you know that somebody tell like you have you know you're telling me that yeah. you know my body of work you know what i stand for 
and like when I saw her, I was like, I've been trying to interview you, mm-hmm. and she's like, you have, and I was like, I've been, I, I was told like, her I emailed yeah, her a couple I said of times. She's she like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have an assistant. Yeah, she's like, I work sixty some hour weeks, and you know, she's like this, this, and that, and she's like, I just haven't yeah. had time to do what I do. But you know, she gave us her direct number. Yeah, and uh, we talked to her for like an hour, and then afterwards, she was like, you know, y'all ought to meet us in Uptown for drinks, and mm-hmm. but we couldn't because we had the recording with Rich and So literally, after we left Naj, that's what we was about to say. After we left the podcast, we went to go eat at Friday. Is the service was shitty. We ain't gonna even stick there. At least all of us, one of us at the table, all four of us at the table, asked several different people, "Can you get somebody over here to like, help oh, us?" They're coming, they're coming, and they, they never came. came. So we didn't even have time to order, or get water, or anything. I hit Jason up and I was like, "Hey, bro, we're gonna be there at four o'clock." And I think it was like three fifteen. Yeah. He's like, "No, I need y'all here. Yeah. Like now." And I was like, "Shit." So then we had to my get, whole mood changed. Yeah. Then we I had, had to, yeah. Then we had to get the fuck up, <laughs> leave the restaurant. And find an Uber. The and Uber the Uber took driver forever. was incompetent. Yeah, and took forever to get there. He spoke no goddamn English. He I don't drove know straight who, by us yeah, when I don't he know, did get yeah, there. I don't know who he was <laughs> and what his nationality is. I just know the nigga didn't speak nope. no fucking English. Not even he, to say he didn't speak no fucking he English. Say, he couldn't even say hello because I called him twice yeah. to find out what was taking so long. His motherfucker answered the phone and held it. I'm like, hello? Hello? <laughs> and nigga didn't speak no fucking English, man. <laughs> and then it was like when we were driving, when he was taking us to Jason and them to do to the recording studio, it was a guy that could pulled up to the right side of me, and I was sitting in the front seat because the back seat oh, was yeah. packed with you guys as y'all ate crackers. We were... <laughs> since Naj's mom, like he said, his mom brought them a like care you, package. where you said what? your mama said, eat this and drink some water. Hell yeah, and let that, and, yeah, and let that shit swell up in your belly. That's a poor man's dinner. Crackers are bread and water. <laughs> this my first experience. Yeah. He was like, yeah, mom. And then Naj's voice is about yeah, you got to thank moms for the mom care package. Came <laughs> moms came through on the care package. <laughs> I was so, so thankful. 30-minute mark. <laughs> so Naj came through for everybody with the crackers in the bag um, since we didn't get anything to eat. But like I said, the guy pulled up to me when we was at the light, and I, you know, because the backseat was packed, and I was in the passenger side, and the guy, was he rolled his window down, and he looked at me, and he was like, hey, I want to get over because he couldn't go mm-hmm. to the right. And I was like... I touched the dude to drive. I said, hey, I think he wants to get over. He said, all he said was, huh? And then he just, <laughs> and, and as the as the light changed, the guy was trying to get over, and this nigga just yeah. sped up and drove on. Yeah. New York drivers don't care, though, period. Yeah. Even if he did speak English, I'm, I doubt if he would let that man over. I was like, this is like they don't give a fuck. No. I know when we left the airport when we was walking across the way, I didn't sl- I didn't run or nothing. I was like, these motherfuckers ain't gonna slow down. Like I'm not running across this street. Now I will say the driving though is ten times better than when I first went. Cause when I first went, I drive. You know me, I drive a little. Yeah, but I don't like crazy. all that jamming on the brake shit. And that's what the dude who took us to Loudspeak was doing. I was like, this nigga jamming on these brakes like a motherfucker. Yeah, it comes with the territory. Mm. I'm going to say this And I know you noticed it too I don't know who the white girl At Loudspeakers was That was a tall drink of water Yes she was And she was thick And she was sitting back there Taking in all of y'all's conversation Oh I know Cause we, <laughs> And what she means by that Is me and Naj was talking about How we ain't really trying to date No white women yeah. Because of the south And what we know about the south mm-hmm. But she probably thinking What the fuck Where they from Yeah But I ain't, I was looking though I was yeah. like this motherfucker's tall Cause when I, when I saw her Walk out the office I was like And you know what I like <laughs> You know the type of women yeah. across the board. So, like, when she came out, she was tall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, she got some legs on her. Then she was thick, too, mm-hmm. with big hair, yeah. with body. Mm-hmm. Girl. And at the studio. Whew. Come through, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no. 
But no, nah, man, we had a good time, man. We did the recording, man. We met some good people. Um, like I said, Brandon. I forgot the other girl's name. We met a lot of good people. But the funny thing about it was we had so many lookalikes there that night. Yeah. Because people was like, like, oh, nigga, you do guy, look like Eddie Lacey. Ah. Oh, and then the Russell Westbrook, like the nigga that looked like Genuine. Somebody yeah. said some. Who was the And then, not to be funny, the girl to me that was sitting on the side beside the Genuine looking guy, uh-huh. to me, I'm going to tell you, when I was thinking about lookalike, she looked like Kenya Moore, though. Like her eyes and oh, her yeah, dark, her features, that. her dark, uh-huh. that chocolate skin in her hair and those those yeah. hazel eyes. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't say nothing, but I was like, we just got a whole bunch of lookalikes in here. But shout out to Richard. Then that other big, Bell Bibb DeVoe. Uh, oh, that that's Mike who dude, I was thinking Mike. about. Yeah. Mike, and he did look like him. He did look like that's the name. Crazy. Michael Bivens. Yeah. he looked, I was like, we got just <laughs> Big Al in the motherfucker. Yep, I was like, yep, we got a yep. bunch of motherfucking lookalikes in Shout out to Big Al. Yeah, man. You know, he was giving me a hard time yesterday. Yeah, he just be holding it down, though, man. He be holding it down on the back end, man. He's like, man, y'all should have came earlier man so we could have hung out and then nigga was like what time y'all leave tomorrow I said 6 a.m. he's like y'all ain't gotta sleep nigga fuck that shit we old. I'm old nigga <laughs> I'm 35 about to be on the other side of 35 nigga no <laughs> I need to go home and that is shit them two hours killed me on the plane my neck was all over the place yeah and then I I, you sleep. asleep. That little white boy next to you. Oh, he was almost on my shoulder. No, he was stretching. You asleep. Oh, he yeah, li- he had his leg in the... Yeah, no, I saw that. no, he stretched his leg to the ceiling straight up. Oh, I didn't see that you one. You was asleep. I, yeah, I he stretched him. his shit. I was like, nigga, I need to be that. He can suck his own dick. I keep telling you, you need to come to yoga with that me. That nigga, like, I can't get my leg past here. Start coming to yoga And he with literally me. pushed his shit straight up. Yeah, you have to. That, uh, that he could have sucked his dick and licked his own ass. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wouldn't lick my own ass. I may but suck no, the tip he, of my head, but he I ain't going to lick my own ass. He was sleeping real good because at one point, I remember his, his head, like, drifting over towards my yeah, shoulder. his mouth was wide open, <laughs> yes, too. and it was funny because he started snoring, but he caught himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man, but uh, the, 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 the event, during the pregame, I want to say thanks to Jason and Richard, man, because they don't have to keep including me in this shit. Mm. They don't have to include me in everything that's going on. They don't have to keep me in the line of work of, of what's going on. They don't have to give me these opportunities. I can now say that I've been in a production. Mm-hmm. That I've a did full scale production. I Shout slightly out to acted. Sam and everybody. Sam shot it on yes. uh, Instagram. And Stephen Cofield, he is an actor, but he directed Sam this. Sam is serious about his work. That nigga don't play. He don't. He gonna be a stern granddaddy. <laughs> you that, skipped over daddy. Yeah, with he gonna granddaddy. be granddaddy because a nigga that stern gotta have kids because he need to discipline something because some an adult gonna be like nigga you who the fuck you talking to? Yeah, because it was a couple. But of you gotta know you gotta like... know Sam though because it was like we was just talking. He's like, hey man. Hey, y'all gotta be quiet, man. Yeah. And it's like when you're talking to grown people, it's like everybody looking like yeah. who the fuck this nigga but talking it's, to? It's like you respect, you respect it, but it because by the same you, he's giving, he's trying to give you the best exactly. content and quality that he can give you. Exactly. But because I know it was one time he called Jason, he's like, "Hey, Jason, come here." And Jason was like, "Hey, if you hollering at me, I ain't coming over." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Damn, Sam, man, you so strong, man. He's, his his presence, his yeah. aura is just so yeah. stern and strong. But it's like once he's done working mm-hmm. and he start talking, he got." the biggest smile mm-hmm. and you could tell he's just a, a, a cool dude yeah. but it's like it was like even Russell Westbrook looking motherfucker Brandon McKinney he cool as shit but that nigga was sitting off looking like Russell yeah. Westbrook mean yeah but when, when I, I first sl- walked in mm-hmm. I was like okay but uh-huh. when I went over there and spoke to him he was like uh, you know he's, as soon as I reached tucked my hand I was like hey bro I'm Anthony mm-hmm. and then he just started smiling he's like 
I be. Yeah. And, I try uh, not to judge people that look a certain yeah. way without talking to them because yeah. I know I get the same feedback. Yeah. A lot of times people are like, oh, I thought you were mean or whatever. Because they're going off your facial expression. Yeah. But sometimes you can't help how your face forms when you do something or move mm-hmm. a certain way. So, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Man, we're going to take a quick break again. You listen to the reality is, man. And we're going to wrap this shit up because I need some fucking sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out at Brooklyn. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the Narrow. But I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra. And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem. All of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's. Took it to I need to find out if they have, like, uh... Do they have a surgery where you can plug your armpits or you don't sweat as much? Because I was pitting out on set. I'm sure they have something, but I don't want to mess with my body chemistry. Well, I don't sweat. I was thinking that same thing. But why would you want to do that? Because Christian Leahy was saying that to uh, Colin Cowherd on The Fox the other day because, you know, he does this sports show called Mm -hmm. The Fox. I mean, The Herd. Mm -hmm. And um, he was talking about how he was sweating on set. And he's like, I hate that I sweat so much. And she was like, why don't you just get your armpits plugged? He was like, no, nah, I ain't gonna worry about yeah. it. She's like, well, you probably shouldn't anyway because I'm pretty sure it's probably gonna come out somewhere else. Yeah. You don't want that shit coming out in your ass and you yeah. looking like you pissed on yourself or your balls yeah. or your fucking uh, back glands where your back mm-hmm. always sweaty or your but forehead. But I like what Richard said when y'all were talking because I didn't know Richard when I was telling him about yeah, it. Yeah, he'll, he like, he'll oh, sweat, sweat monster too. too. I'm a sweater. And he was like, you were standing in front of the freezer trying to cool off. He was like, oh, I just accept it. Let it be what it's gonna be. And yeah. I think that's your biggest issue. Because when, well, because you gotta be when you are a sweater you literally it's like you go into an anxiety attack because everybody else looks cool you looking at not to be funny i guarantee i need to find some motherfucking sweaters i need to find a white sweater and a black sweater and when i say sweater i'm talking about people who sweat drip beads because you it's a culture meaning like when you begin to sweat when you begin i'm telling you when you begin to sweat And you know that you are a sweater. You already know you're going to pit up mm-hmm. your back, whatever the case may be. So what you start to do, you te- you, you you analyze the room temperature. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, damn, is it cool in here? And I'm just sweating where people going to be like, go to cool yeah, what it, no, I'm, not even that. You're going to be thinking, is it cool in here? And I'm the one sweating. It really is going to look weird if it's cool and you're the only one sweating. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's hot outside, like in the middle of summer in Texas and you sweating like that, everybody's going to be sweating at some point. You know what I'm saying? But as a sweater, you start looking at other people's armpits and other people wear their heads and you testing the temperature because it's like, you want to know, is it me again? Mm-hmm. So you worry about that. So it is paramount that Rich said that because if you just calm your mind, mm-hmm. I'm still working on that, but I've heard that before. And I think I was somewhere on a plane or somewhere and I was sweating and I was like, I'm just going to zone the fuck out on me sweating. Mm-hmm. And even when my head itches, I always try to do these tests to where it's like, don't let the itching or the irritation of something get to you. Mm-hmm. See if you can block it out because you can scratch your scalp till it bleeds. You can scratch a sore on you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can worry yourself to have an anxiety attack. So it's like instead of literally letting these things really worry you to death, just try to literally tap into yourself and be like, take your mind somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like those pain techniques that they do in the service. Yeah. So that type of shit. So what else was I supposed to be talking about? I was talking about some. Oh, yeah. I got to talk about the Italian lift driver. I will tell you, but then you might discount my segue. <laughs> you a smart motherfucker. <laughs> the Italian uh, lift driver. First of all, you got your Italian dinner. Let's yeah, be correct. Finally. Let's say, let, let your boy know I came through. You did. You and did. I paid. You know what I'm saying? Even in tough times, I paid. You did. I, I really appreciate it. But I did pay. I wanted to make sure you got the Italian thing. <laughs> 
First of all, you took us to the wrong place. You didn't take no. us to the wrong place. The place was closed for temporarily closed. Temporarily closed. And, so. it, and it didn't have it online. Yeah. It just showed yeah. that it was still open. And we got dropped off in Little Italy. So, Italy, uh, so. are we not talking about our breakaway scheme? What breakaway scheme? <laughs> After the filming, we thought the filming was over. Oh shit! I like, forgot about that. So Naj, she was so ready to get some food, and Naj and them was too. Plus, yeah, Naj had, had to catch his ride to go back to yeah. DC. Yeah. So we all, you know, first of all, you know, when motherfucker yell "quiet on the set," <laughs> you got to get talking. fucking quiet. And motherfuckers was keep talking, and it's like because the microphones pick pick up everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, you keep quiet on the set, and it's like okay, uh, I'm gonna be quiet. But we need to get something to eat. Naj and them was ready to go. Mm-hmm. So it was a back door that we could go out of. So we all started gathering our stuff, <laughs> making so much no little. Okay, we weren't making noise, and we were making so much noise in the presence of filming. I feel bad. Steven was looking back. He was like, y'all all right back there? Yeah, because we were trying to creep. Because <laughs> we were trying to creep out. So I think I crept out the best because I had on tennis shoes. You had on boots, but they were wedges. So yeah, but it's still boots. It's gonna be a clink noise. Then Naj had on some fucking Timberlands, <laughs> and then Naj uh, Nandi had on some boots, and she came through with her uh, photography bag because she did some of the photography for us yeah. in DC. So when we were there, like we all going down this back hallway and it's wood floors, Clinking. real wood floors, because it's a Soho apartment that we shoot not or a Soho um, loft. studio loft yeah. we shoot not of. So. We walking through the back and it's like clink, clink, bing, clink, clink, bam, bam. And it's like, then Nas come around the corner. He told me, I said, man, I think we, we, are we loud? I was like, nigga, none. And then none to come around. Clink, 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 clink. And it's like, and then I just, I, I, as Nas, we, before we get ready to get on the elevator, I see Richard kind of look like, really niggas? Really? Like I'm trying to shoot something in this motherfucker. So we leave, we get in the cab. We had a, I mean, we get in the lift, yes. had a good lift driver. He had yeah. an awesome personality. Yeah. That was the first we had a one. Plan. I was like, okay, so we, it was like a getaway. This is the getaway. Dun, 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 dun. We get like on the free. elevator, freedom on the elevator. The elevator fucked up. We sitting on the elevator, not knowing that we need to push a button or shut a door for it to go down <laughs> because these ain't regular elevators. And then when we get down, we get in the, we get in the lift, we get around the corner. Jason hits me up and Jason said, bro, where the fuck are you at? It's your part. And I said, huh? He told me, you got to do your introduction speech. And I was like, a speech? What the fuck? Then I, then I was like, okay, man. I told the Uber driver, I said, hey, we ain't that far away. Just bust two lefts and take me back. Yeah. So we had to get out. But wait a minute. They went go. <laughs> Nas didn't move. Oh, he wasn't going to let you out. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and everything in me wanted to go get this food. I thought you was going to leave me there. I thought no, it was just going to be me. No, I wasn't going to do that. Because, I mean, I would have just, I would have found a way back because I was with them. But, yeah. No. So, Nas, he was so just was like, like, let gotta, that nigga out. I was like, I got to get out, too. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was trying to eat, man. Nas is cool as fuck, man. I'm but so glad I met this dude. But that was like the perfect plan, though. Yeah, it was, man. I'm glad I met this nigga, man. Nas is cool as fuck. But we was gone and Jason was like, hey, man, it's your part. So we running back. So then we get back in there. I'm like, we pushing five. I'm like, hey, bro, buzz us up. And he was like, all right, somebody gonna buzz you up. So they buzz me in. I walk in the building. We meet our opponent, which is the elevator again. So we down there pushing the fucking button, pressing the fucking button. I'm like, Jason, bro, I don't know what's going on. I can't get back in. I'm pressing the fucking button, but pressing the, the fucking button. the elevator had a door. So you had to open the door. It was like a freight then, elevator. Yeah. You got to open the door. Then it's like this big ass uh, Adams family creepy door. Door that yeah. goes back and then it went back and we but the point of the matter was we were sitting there for like three minutes not realizing we needed to pull the door open, open the door just open the door because it was still sitting there yeah. from when we just got when off we got off yeah 
So, Dumb ass. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So we came back up. We came back up. No food in our stomach. You know what I'm saying? Twelve hours. No food. And all day. You didn't even working. know what you were supposed to be saying. No, that's so right. You put something together. Steven, Steven, if you're listening, brother, you sent the email. You just sent it to my personal email. You didn't send it to info at the reality is. I think you sent it to the very first one and he never that I sent you. That personal yeah, email. I never checked I my personal email. All the time. So, I, yeah. So when I came up. I was like, hey, uh, I got to do something. And Stephen was like, yeah, I sent you an email. You got to read these parts. I'm sweating shit now. Yeah. I'm really starting to sweat. I'm like, fuck, I got to get in front of the camera. Like, Don't pit out. Don't sweat the front of your shirt out. I had to, I had my hoodie on. So if you see the video where I posted it, I looked stiff because I was nervous. Yeah. And, and I was hot. together. I literally, I literally went back and I text something in my phone because it was like, he was like, say your name, say whatever, whatever. He's tell what you do, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And my intention was to, it was supposed to go like this. What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of the Reality Is podcast. Um, I still fucked it up. <laughs> So I, I, if I ain't ready now, I wasn't that, ready then. The only thing that you did was you flip flopped where you were from. Yes, I flip flopped because I, I should have said I'm from Dallas by way of Texas County. Yeah, and you said I'm. So from it should have been like, "What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of the Reality Is Worth." Uh, I should have said the Reality Is podcast yeah. because with me saying in New York, the Reality Is where Filter becomes extinct, they don't know what the fuck that is. But they look it up. So I should have been like, what up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of the Reality Is podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm from Dallas, Texas, by way of Texacana. Mm -hmm. Snooky! Do work! And the Snooky do work was because you had to say, like, your favorite. Your favorite Martin line. Yeah. Yeah, I fucked myself, though. But it, I, to me, I think it was good for last minute. Yeah, because you know, even Steven, yeah. Because pulling shit out your ass. Because Steven was like, hey, man, I appreciate that, man. He's like, I thought I sent you the email. And I was like, you probably did. I just didn't get it. Mm -hmm. He's like, but, bro, I appreciate that, man. But I just love to see people working in their craft, like, yeah. to have all those creatives in one and place. And that's what and the energy black is Black creatives. Black yes. creatives, creatives for podcasting, creatives for card games, creatives for content, creatives for marketing, creatives for uh, Rich is a, a, a sports agent. Mm -hmm. You know, him and his brother put together their own sports agency and now he's a sports agent. So just motherfuckers doing their own thing, putting their shit together. So we had an Italian Lyft driver. If you follow me on Instagram, you may want to go there before it deletes um, in his 24-hour cycle. But he was hilarious. Yes. Um, he was very Yeah, Gustavo. He was very uh, insightful. Um, the, the, the topic of the night was how the government fucks us to be against each other. Mm -hmm. um, Gustavo is Italian. And he was basically talking to us about the government is creating this Elysium type uh, world cycle, I guess you can say, mm -hmm. to where we hate each other, we fight each other, so all races are fighting. Off of it. Yeah, to, to take your mind off of what the government is doing to capitalize on, you know, financially on the things that they, the agendas that they actually yeah. have at hand. Health wise, yeah. And he talked to us about UFOs and he was like, hey, y'all need to address these like uh, extraterrestrial. You know, beings, and he let me yeah. listen to some videos. And all you had to say was, I do radio and podcasting, because yeah. that's really what. Oh, that is what it opened. Because he was like, What are you here for? I was like, Oh, I'm here on business. I was like, I came down. I was like, I'm in radio and uh, podcasting. And um, I was like, And I came down here to do some a mm -hmm. couple of shows. And he was and, like, Oh, since you're a radio yeah. guy. And he was like, Well, he was like, I do <laughs> think you need to talk about, you know, like the government. And he was like, You need to talk about um, 
was yeah, the dude say LOC? It was the LOC. Type shit, yeah, he, he really did. Because if you start talking about certain stuff. Yeah, because he, when he was talking about it, I believe in the things that he was talking about. And yeah. he was talking about, the. he let us see videos on YouTube and uh, interviews that certain interviewers have done with people who used to work in the government mm -hmm. to where they've seen the underground bunkers and the underground, um, what was it called? They ran from like Texas to damn near California. Yeah, Basically, it was like an underground system. Was, yeah, it was but. pretty much like an underground system for American transit mm -hmm. and the bad shit that America's doing that we don't fucking know about. Mm -hmm. It was the one of the guys was talking about. He, it's a um, what did he say? Basically, like it's like a, a base yeah. on the on the backside of the moon where nobody knows, but it's like a base where people come and go like mm -hmm. naval and army bases. Mm -hmm. And they and it's a it's a base post for them to stop there, like get gas, food, rest, whatever, or do whatever they do. Mm -hmm. And he said they can head further out into space. Mm -hmm. Makes sense to me. And not to be funny, how long would it take that shit to get built? But I, after that, but I, I really like the way he closed out the night. He right did close it out good. Place. So I, he was real nice. First of all, he had a laugh. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was something close to that extent. Yeah, that was a good. It was something close. <laughs> it was something close to that extent. He had an amazing laugh. But when we got in the um, the lift, he was like, "How are you doing tonight?" We was like, "We're doing good." You know, he talked about the food we had. Mm -hmm. You know, we had just got from the Italian spot that I paid for. Um, <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm just playing with you. I know people be like that nigga tacky, but no, but. Uh, but uh, we did, you know, so after we left there, he was talking to us about our food and uh, got into other stuff. But he was like, I'm always smiling. It's good to see you guys smiling, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of the night, after all this conversation, as I say, if you go to Instagram, you'll see it. Um, he said, before you get out, mm -hmm. he said, oh, she because you had your hand on the door. He's like, oh, she's ready to go. And he said, but before you leave, I want to see your face. Mm -hmm. So he turned around and I know he's Italian. I sound African, but he turned around. And he was like, ah, mm -hmm. and you had got out of the car and he was like, he told me, he's like, I really want you to do this. And I really want your podcast or your radio show to work. He's like, but can you please start addressing some of these issues? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I'll look into it. He gave me some names and stuff. And I talked to Frank last night and mm -hmm. I said, we need to address some of this. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'll sit down and I'll see what's real mm -hmm. and what, you know, feels like bullshit to me. And maybe we'll discuss it. Mm -hmm. But the thing I liked is, um, he took his hat off. Not only did he want to see our faces, but he was respectful. Mm -hmm. You know, he was old school. Mm -hmm. Like, he took his hat off. You know what I'm saying? He looked us in the eye and mm -hmm. shook both of our hands and was like, thank you for being here. Thank you for, you know, mm -hmm. and, and have a good night. And it was, like, just dope to have that. So before we close this off, we got on the we, – we, we got up early, mm -hmm. super early. Didn't really sleep. Got to the motherfucking airport. So we sitting. I don't like to be fucked with at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, I don't no. like to be fucked with. I don't even care if it's old fucking people in bubble coats. <laughs> Now, we sitting there trying to rest before the flight. I told you to go ahead and get your bag because it started to fill up. Yeah. Because you had your bag in the and seat. No more than right. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was empty at first when we got there, and then it started to fill up. So you got the bag, mm -hmm. you put it in your seat. So this old lady, I, I want to add emphasis, and I'm very respectful, but it just sounds better because this is how I felt. This old bitch came over. <laughs> with a whole bunch of bags and a bubble <laughs> coat on that I don't think she was prepared to actually wear. <laughs> I don't think this bitch was prepared to wear a bubble coat. I think she should have wore a members-only jacket, but she was not prepared for a bubble coat. So she sat down and she's wrestling with her bubble coat and herself First in a rambunctious manner. She to me in the seat. Like most she said so close to you that she had uh, enough room on the left side to sit somebody else. Yes. As she's fiddling with her shit and just, like her and her coat is just... <laughs> <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning while I'm trying to get a little nap I guess 
you know, you said something first. And I was at first when she said how she looked at us and I'm like, bitch, just do what you yeah, do. Yeah, mind your business. So then she bumped you. you yeah, she bumped you and then you said something and then eventually she got up. But can we but talk she got about up how you try to hush me though? I, I only did that because I've rubbed off onto onto you. Yeah, you have. So why are you gonna try to hush me? Because I can deal with being an aggressive black man, but black women get enough stereotypes. Yeah, and you don't want to be the angry black woman. I know, and I'm not the angry black woman. I only say something when it's out of line. Okay. But you try to hush me. I didn't try to hush you. I just said chill. I didn't hush you. I didn't. I didn't put and my it's hand so over funny your mouth. Because now the tables have turned. Because when we first met, because was, you talk shit like uh, if anything pop off, he got it. And that ain't just to keep her. That can't. Because one day somebody's going to call that shit. I try and to maybe, keep you out of situations. Yeah, but if you popping off, it's going to come to me. Because then uh, when the lady got up, she ended up coming back, and you had already put your bag in the seat. Yeah, I didn't want her to sit next to me no more. So then you put your bag back in the seat. But this is the funny thing about it. You picked the bag up to let her sit down. Yeah. And then when she left, you thought she was gone because her husband summoned her, yeah. and she left. So you put your bag back. Mm-hmm. This bitch came back And I, I'm still gonna say This bitch This bitch came, I might name the podcast This bitch Like this Christmas This bitch <laughs> And you put the bag back She came back And she put her hand On top of your bag When she came back And she said Oh Did you take my seat <laughs> And I said seat and I said place. Bitch the seat That wasn't yours before And she picked the bag up To give it to you And then you left And then you put your hands On my shit I know She placed it ever so gracefully Bitch, get I you and get you and that uh, <laughs> fleet and that uh, fucking uh, what's that nigga name? Uh, I can't remember his name. Star Fredro Star. He always used to wear them bubble coats. Yeah, get your Fredro Star bubble coat wearing. But her ass husband on. summoned her again because I guess he sensed he's sensed something well, was yeah. going on. So he was like, "Just come, just sit come over on here. over there. You can't come over here and be like, is it? Did you did you take this bitch? You've been gone 10 minutes. And then she mean mugged us when we was getting ready to board. Yeah, she bought my shoe. I just let her make it. I would have forearm shivered her ass, but <laughs> then I wouldn't have been on the plane. So, yeah, we got rid of her. Uh, what else was I was going to say? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so fucking sleepy. I'm at the end of this podcast. I am, I am tired. I am tired. Do your call to action, baby. <laughs> Like the oh. parents did. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Call to action, man. Be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, and Facebook. You can listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, Listen Notes, and more. If you would like to be a guest on the show, I'm trying to get you on, Miss Michelle. Hope I want you on to Miss Milan. Both of you have agreed to this, so we will definitely be bringing those episodes to you. Or if you would like us, to answer questions from our perspective, be sure to email us at info at the reality is dot com or call and leave a message at 469-351-9681 and we'll be sure to answer that question on the upcoming episodes. Last but not least, man, be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on. We don't give a fuck if it's a good review. We don't give a fuck if it's a bad review. We just want to hear from you. Who I, I feel like I sounded like yeah. Mr. Uh, Gaines. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear from you. We don't want. What's that? <laughs> uh, Did that make you think you should do it again? Kimmy. Kimmy. Yeah, Mr. Gaines. I'm surprised I even knew his name. Man, I always remember the NHL Courage to Excel success, man. Y'all be blessed. Artesia, thanks for coming again on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Naj, it was nice seeing you, bro, man. Seeing you again. Uh, Jason, Rich. Man, I appreciate you guys. Brandon McKinney. Big ups to everybody, man. Mind Over Matter podcast. Welcome to the Roberts Media Group.
We about to fuck some shit up in 2018 For all y'all other podcasters out there man Keep doing your thing Keep grinding Keep doing what the fuck you doing When you think about stopping Do not stop Because if you stop The kind of shit that happened to me this weekend Will not happen to you So keep grinding Because you too Can be all you can be In the army right. I'll talk to y'all Time to put in work We all got a job to do I light a drink Then ask myself What would Pablo do Coming through with the paper plates Like the barbecue Got the haters shaking heads Like the bobbles do Yeah but it's all for my family The goal wasn't live middle class and buy Camrys I want us all to eat, even if from my pantry I guess I'm just more soul food than eye candy I feel like these young niggas need more eye jammies More passport stamps, less trips to Miami Yeah, bro, we all need a little culture A little time away from bird-ass niggas and vultures I tell you what you need to hear, not trying to insult you I'm too old to kid you, I gotta adult you Listen, this shit is getting out of <laughs> it's an Italian technique, you know, the yeah. same thing as the, with the wine. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have wine and pasta? <laughs> <laughs> and you found it delicious. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.